Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Good morning. Welcome back or afternoon, wherever you're watching from. Good day, sir. Nicely played. I know, right? (laughs) It is morning somewhere. So good day and welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole. And we are right full of ourselves today, so we'll pray for you. Hello. We're glad you're here. (laughs) It's going to be a great day. And it always is with us. So you should go watch us again and again on ConnectionShow.org. I had to throw that hello in there because you (laughs) had the whole show up till that moment. I'm here. I'm a part of the show. But you were doing. I'm glad you're here, Pastor. (laughs) You were doing a good job. (laughs) Connection Show with Nicole and occasionally Brian. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, go check us out on ConnectionShow.org and check out the last week. We were talking about what happens when all hell breaks loose and. We're going to attempt to wrap it up this week, but it's really good. It's a really meaty subject. Um, And it was just, you know, we've been talking about in the past how the very first trick that Satan did, deception that Satan did, was just to cause us to try to cause Eve to try to lose her her trust and her faith in God. But we are supposed to trust in Him, not blindly, but when we get to know our daddy and who he is and just the good, good father that he is, we will know that we are always being led to triumph. We are always, because it's a promise. It says always in the word, and we are always being led to triumph. So let's hop into it. We've got some examples that maybe you can relate with on when, you know, biblical examples and real life examples of, you know, well, the Bible is real life, but biblical examples and today's life examples of what happens when all hell broke loose. What did the people do? Yeah, from the very beginning, from the beginning of Genesis, you see that the devil was after people's trust in God. That was what was really going on in the garden. He was uh, making Adam and Eve uh, question their trust. Was God as true as what he said? Did he love us as much as what he said? And when they dropped trust, see, and what was the devil trying to get in their lives? He was trying to get hell to break loose in the earth. And he got it because we dropped trust. Well, that same thing plays out on a regular basis in our lives today on varying scales. Sometimes it's small things, sometimes it's big things. But what is the devil and what is our corrupted flesh whose father is the devil? What is it always trying to push us to, to drop trust or question, is God who he says he is? God is such a good and loving God, and He is faithful all the time. He's always leading us to triumph. He will always uh, give us an escape. We're not just putting blind trust, and His character and nature is trustworthy. And when all hell breaks loose or when it's trying, a lot of times I think what people don't realize is the first little moment is so important, and how they respond will determine what will happen next. So many times I don't think that people always grab a hold of this, uh, this concept, that the devil throws stuff at them and all of a sudden they've got this uh, potential for hell to break loose. Immediately our mind goes to, why is this happening to me or how did we get here? And that's what we talked about the very first week. It's, it doesn't really matter as much how you got there 
as much as it does what's going to happen right now. Because right. no matter where you are or how you got there, you are not going to stop God's love for you. Right. Nothing can separate you from the love of Christ, like Romans chapter 8 says. And what our response is, Lord, doesn't matter how I got here, I will trust you. And I won't just blindly trust you. Whatever happens will happen. No, I'm going to trust on this word, and I'm going to trust that God is who he says he is, and he's going to lead me to triumph. He's always lead me to triumph. He will provide the way of escape, and he is faithful to do so, and we will see his hope manifest. Amen. We will see his victory manifest in our lives. So today, we wanted to give you some examples of not only in the Word, but also in our personal lives as well. And so we wanted to share with you a story of something quickly that happened in our lives. And so I'll let Nicole begin and might jump in here in a minute. Yeah, so we had our very first child, and Abigail, and she was not really gaining weight. She was looking kind of thin. We went for a two-month appointment. The doctor listened to her heart and said, I think I might hear a murmur, but I'm not sure. But being that she's so small, just take her to the... Um, Heart doctor, he'll probably check her. It's normal for babies to have a murmur. And you'll probably just go on your way and we'll be good to go. So we went in expecting just a, a quick checkup. We had the car packed to the hilt, ready to go somewhere else. And we walked in on a Friday for that appointment. And we were basically told, you will not leave this doctor's office. You are going straight to the hospital yeah. for emergency heart surgery. She had what was called coarctation of the aorta which is where the um, artery coming out of your heart supposed to be the size of a pinky. It was pinched down to the size of a pinhead. So by this point, we were she was almost three months old. Um, her heart had been doing aerobics nonstop for three months. Yeah. And what the doctor said was basically, if you walk out of here, you may not make it back with the baby alive. So, you know, we went from having a healthy baby to all of a sudden... All hell was breaking loose yeah. in these new parents. In a matter of minutes. In a matter of minutes. You know, we walked across the street and they basically yeah. just jerked the baby from my arms and rushed her into emergency heart surgery. Um, everything, you know, went well and we stood in faith. And then all of a sudden we're in the waiting room one day and we had been there um, long enough that we had gotten to know the people working the customer service desk or whatever you call it, yeah. patient affairs desk in the waiting room. Well, before you tell that part, so, um, you know, so look at what had happened. Here's all hell trying to break loose. Yeah. We didn't know what the outcome would be naturally, but we knew what it would be with God. That's right. We put our trust in him. We did not drop trust. And all of a sudden, surgery went perfect. Yeah. It was great. They were The doctors and the nurses were raving about how well she did, how well it went, and how quickly she was recovering. Yes. When we first walked in, they said we'd be out in about a week. Mm -hmm. After the surgery, after a few hours, they were saying, you're probably going to be out of here in just a couple of days because that's how good it went. Yeah. And so... You last week we talked about the story of Job and how the devil likes to try to pile on. And here it is, all this stuff, he loses his fortune, he loses his possessions. And then as if that wasn't enough, now he gets struck with this sickness and disease. He's hurt and he's in pain and his wife basically betrays him and God, says curse God and die because the devil just, he's a jerk. He tries to pile on, and but he's not... He wants to hurt us. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy. But the way that he steals, kills, and destroys us is he separates mm -hmm. us from God. 
trust keeps us connected to God. And so he was after Job's trust. He was after Job's trust. Well, he was after our trust as well. We did good. How we responded in the beginning, it set the precedent. It got us started on the right path. But then the next day, here it goes. All of a sudden, we didn't know what a code was. We had right. not had any experience. We heard, I remember hearing over the over loudspeaker, the speaker, yeah. code alpha up to uh, the, what was it, the NICU? It was no, CICU. C- it was okay. cardiac ICU. Yeah. So, so that, go ahead. He goes, code alpha. Yeah. We didn't even know what a code alpha was in this hospital. We had no idea. And uh, But basically, we found out that means somebody, some patient, uh, they've either stopped breathing or their heart stopped beating. So this is life and death now. And uh, we were just sitting there. We'd heard those codes go off, you know, before. But I remember this one, even though yeah. we didn't know what was going on. And about that time, they called us over to the desk. Well, the, yeah, the, we heard the thing over the intercom, the code over the intercom. And then right behind it, we heard the phone ring yeah. at the desk in the waiting room we were at. And we just happened to look over to our left where he was sitting and we saw him look at us and his face just like went white. Yeah. I mean, I remember that look I did too. and you know, and the flesh, your heart sinks, something's not right. And so they ushered us upstairs to the cardiac ICU and it was obvious that something was very not right and they were expecting us to freak out yeah. because suddenly there are two armed guards, one on either side of the hall, and they usher us into the... Um, they had never... The guards they'd had never, never been, been, there. been there before. We'd, you know, we'd yeah. been up there multiple times every day at the visiting hours and never had a guard there, not even one. Now there's two. And so they usher us into this little um, waiting room right outside and told us that the doctors would be with us, or the doctor would be with us in just a minute. Well, we immediately go to praying because yeah. that's what we know. We know that it doesn't matter what these doctors are going to come tell us. We know what the Word of God says, and so that's what we're going to rely on. Um, in fact, somebody came in and offered to pray with us, but we could tell right away that their faith was not solid in the Word. Yeah. Their intentions were good, and we greatly appreciated their intentions. But their trust level but was not... But their trust wasn't there. No. And it's, you know, it's the same way you see in Genesis. Satan, he won't all-out lie to you. He'll just do a slight twist of the truth. Yeah. And if you don't know who your father is, you'll fall prey for it. Yeah. So we kindly told him we appreciated it, but no, and we just, we prayed. In the same way that Jesus dismissed the people when the little girl was dead, yeah. he dismissed everybody out of the room. Uh, we dismissed anybody that was not standing in faith and standing in trust. Why? Because that trust keeps us connected to the Lord. Right. And we just prayed. We knew it was okay. And, and we just we prayed until we felt peace. About that time, the doctor comes in and said, Abigail had been doing so well. What they were going to do was introduce her to a new blood pressure medicine. But the way they do it is they introduce it uh, intravenously for the first dose. And then if every, when everything goes well, they then take all of the tubes off so that she can be um, escalated to the next room, you yeah. know, upgraded to the, the next room and children's unit. Well, it's called death by decimal. What happened was the nurse took the blood pressure medicine and instead of doing 0.1, she did 1.0 and she gave a three-month baby an adult dose 
a blood pressure medicine. Yeah, 10 times what? 10 times the amount to. she's supposed to have. And yeah. immediately, they said Abigail arched her back and collapsed. And she flatlined. Yeah. She was gone. But for the first time in the history of this doctor's career, and he had been there over 20 years, he always does rounds at that time of day. They said they could set their watch by this doctor because he was very punctual in his schedule. He was always making rounds. They said, but that day, for the first time ever, the doctor was working on the baby beside Abigail, and the moment yeah. they coded, he turned right back over to her, and he brought her back. Yeah. That was the power of prayer. Yes. That was because when all hell was breaking loose, when that man's face turned as white as a ghost, when we saw those two armed guards, when we had a man come in and, well, God is good, but we said no. We know no, the word of yes. God. We trust our father. He's not going to give us a child just to take her away and to let anything happen to her. He yes. gave her life and we will stand for yes. what he has given. And we stood on his word. And because of that, that doctor was able to be where the Holy Spirit was leading him. He probably didn't even know why he was there at that moment. Yeah. But we know. And we didn't know all the scriptures and promises that we know today. But we knew the character and nature of God. And no matter what kind of hell was trying to break loose in our lives, yeah. God is bigger than that Amen. hell. God is bigger than the hell that's tried to sink you before. He's bigger than the hell that will try again. Yes. He's bigger and you can trust Him. And this is the same example you see all throughout the Bible. You see it in Paul when he's on the ship and the storm, the hell just keeps circling and yeah. circling and circling. Circling. It says all of our hope was being eroded away from us. It was being scraped away. And yet he said, we will trust God. And they ended up all being okay. You see it when they're in the jail. It looks like they might even kill them. And they start praising God. What is Amen. that? That's the same thing Job did. He hit his knees. There's power in that trust. They started worshiping and praising God. And not only did their chains fall off, but everybody in the jail, the bondages were broken because People decided to trust God. Not only that, you see it in Moses. You see it in Joshua. It's a common theme throughout the whole, whole Bible that people, if they turn and they trust, God can now be connected right. and work through them. And so we want to look at two more as we wrap up this series today. We want to look at two more examples. The example of Abraham and the example of Jesus. So that no matter what you face... Look, the heroes in the Bible were ultimately just common people until they decided to trust God. That's right. The beauty is you can be a common person and decide to trust God and immediately you move up to the level of biblical heroes. That's what God wants us to live out for our lives to prove how good He is. Amen. To show the world just how good He is. And it's like that story that we have. That's just one story. It's a big one. But it's, it's where, look, we were just two kids in love with God. And we had a problem. Hell was trying to break loose in our life and in, in our daughter's life. And our trust in God beat hell back. That's the, that's the issue. Our trust in God allowed God to come in and hell to be put back where yeah. it belongs. He will do the same thing in your life. He loves you just as much as He loves us. It's just a matter of do we trust Him and will we connect our faith 
to his faithfulness. Amen. Well, let me say this real quick because I, I wanted to make sure I got the last bit in this. You need to make sure that your faith, your trust, stands the test of time. You know, with her, we were told she would always yes. have that oh, she would always have a defect, basically, and that when she was in her 20s, she would probably have problems from basically the scar tissue just building and causing issues. And we said, no, that's not the report. You see, the truth... That's not a good God. That's, that's right. That doesn't line up with Him. That's right. The yeah. truth of God supersedes medical facts. Yes. And so year after year, as we went for checkups, we kept getting, well, she looks good, but just remember... And we'd, we'd be nice. Thank you, doctor. We appreciate your time. And we'd walk out and go, Lo, no, Lord, we thank you that this yes. child is healed, that she is whole, and yes. that your word is true. And we went for her, was it 11th or 12th? 12th birthday. We went for her, the appointment right around the time she turned 12. And we had the ultrasound of her heart, which was, you know, they do to just check and make sure everything looks normal. The doctor that was there in the hospital said, look, Y'all got to see this. And he pulled us around to the bed so we could see the screen. He said, I was in that hospital. I was in that operating room. I know what her heart looked like last year. <laughs> yeah. I could pull all the best heart doctors in the universe in this room. <laughs> they can't see that this girl's ever had heart surgery. Her heart is perfect. Like, y'all, this is like a new heart. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's because right. the God that created her will create a new heart. That's right. But we had to stay true to our trust, to our faith. We didn't receive medical facts because it wasn't up to yes. the truth of God. So when you trust in the Lord, you trust in Him. Come hell or high water, That's right. you trust in Him no matter what anybody says. I don't care if it's the best cardiologist. We loved our doctor. He's great. Yeah. But that didn't mean a hill of beans because it didn't line up with the Word. That's right. That's right. The Lord loves people. That's right. He loves people. He doesn't just love Christians. He loves the world. And He gave His Son to not only save them from hell, but He gave them to save them from everything. That's right. His character is a Savior. His nature is a Savior. And He will save you from whatever hell's trying to break loose in your life. Take faith right now. Amen. And just right now, let's just pray. Father, for anybody that may yes. be facing hell, Lord, we agree with them right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we trust you. Yes. We trust you, Lord. We grab a hold of your character, your nature as a loving father, as a savior, as a strength in time of, of struggle, Lord, as in times of trouble and times where we've even missed it. You help us. Lord, we trust you. And right now, in the name of Jesus, whatever hell is trying to break into their lives, in the name of Jesus, be removed now, fall off, dissipate, completely be scattered to the winds, and take that hell back to the place it belongs. In the name of Jesus, be broken. In Jesus' name, thank you. We Thank you, Father. Thank we you, just Lord. praise you for the victory. Yeah. Lord, we thank you right now. Thank you thank for the you, victory God. that you are bringing into the lives of anybody hearing this message right now. We thank you for that victory. Glory to God.
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. We love you, Lord, and we praise you. And, Father, we trust you. Glory to God. Glory to God. There's somebody listening to this right now that has just been told it's never going to change. This is what you have. This is the way it will always be. So let's just make the best of it. That is a lie. Look, it doesn't matter how long you've dealt with this, how long mama, grandmama, grandpapa, great-grandma, I don't care what your genes tell you. Your inheritance tells you you were whole, you were free. So you cast down those lies from wherever they're coming from. I don't care what it is, be it health, be it finances, whatever. It doesn't matter. If it is not the word of God, it is not true truth. Look, the woman with the issue of blood, she had had it, was going to keep it. Yeah. But she reached out and grabbed a hold of the hem of his garment. Yes. You reach out and grab a hold of that word. It will change. Yes. You take every yeah. thought captive. You take every word captive. And if it doesn't line up with the word of God, you don't receive it. Yes. You hold yes. on to the word of God. You will see a change. Not only that, but you may be sitting there right now and you're like, well, I don't have a life and death situation. I just got an irritation. Listen, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. If there is lack on any level, lack on any level, the word says that Jesus told us to pray this way. Father, your will be done on earth as it is in That's heaven. Right. There's no lack in heaven. Anything that is lack on this earth physical, mental, social, anything, anything, lack is not a part of God. If it is not like it is in heaven, if you're going through something and it doesn't look like heaven, you can grab hold of it and say, look, hell's trying to break into my life. It might be small. It might not be life and death, but I'm telling you, if you allow it to stay, the devil just tries to keep Growing it. He tries to keep growing it. And all of a sudden, you will be facing something that's life or death because you didn't deal with it at the small level. This is a, I can teach on that, but that's not why we're here today. I just want you to know even if it's not big yet, you start dealing with, Lord, I trust you. Hell's trying to break in on me. I'm not going to let it. You, Jesus, your blood, you paid for it. I'm not letting. I am not going to let anything be stolen. The devil has no right. He has, he has no authority. He has no jurisdiction to steal not one thing from me. Not one thing. Why? Because the blood of Christ is worthy of holding it all and keeping heaven in my life and uh, dismissing hell. And, and so you stand up for that. Don't give him an inch. You know? right. he, won't, he will try all he can to have a claw hold in your life. That's not just in sin. But listen, a lack of faith is sin. And so if he has one little thing, even if he had just has something that doesn't really even bother you, if it has to do with lack, you deal with it. Father, I trust you to fix this. Amen. I trust that your, yeah. nar- your character and your nature will dissipate the hell that's trying to break loose. I'm not putting up with it. One time I had something. It was um, just a spot that I had on my back. 
just the pigment was gone. Didn't bother anybody. Nobody saw it. It wasn't any big deal to me. And the Lord said, that spot, because you're not dealing with it, that is an assault against my word. In other words, he said, that is an assault against my character and my nature. And by you just letting it sit there and not applying faith to it, you're allowing your whole conscience to be eat up with it's okay for me to have a little bit of lack and not. it's okay for me not to push the hell out. That was a part of the curse. We are redeemed from the curse. The curse in Deuteronomy 28, 61 says, every sickness and disease, named or unnamed, right. and in Galatians 3, 13 says, we are completely redeemed from the curse. There's no part, if you are a believer, and if you're not a believer, you can be one and you can be a part of this and have the same inheritance. If you are a believer, if you're a Christian, there is no part of hell that has a right in your life. Right. It is illegal to be there. Glory to God. Man, Amen. people are getting this, yeah. and the Holy Spirit is in this room. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is we were going to tell you about Abraham and Jesus, <laughs> but the Holy Spirit, let me just tell you this part of it quickly. Abraham had the promise from the Father. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, it looked like he was going to lose that promise. At the Lord's leading, it seemed like. But if you go over into Hebrews 11, here's what he said. He basically says, I'll paraphrase, I trust the Lord that even if Isaac was killed, that he would bring him That's back right. to life. The issue was trust. And what looked like something was about to be taken from him, he said, Lord, I trust you. And he received his son back to him. Jesus on the cross. Do you want to know what raised up Jesus from the grave? What raised up Jesus from the grave was he went into this word in Psalms and he found himself. And he saw in talking about the Messiah that they would set a trap for him. But then he saw the hand of the Lord that would reach down and save him. And he made this. This was the last statement that Jesus made. Now I want you to know what hell broke loose right in that moment. Right in that moment, here's what happened. Jesus suffered something that you and I have never suffered. I'm not talking about crucifixion. I'm talking about his father had forsaken him. Jesus said, Father, you, why have you forsaken me? And the reason the father forsook Jesus in that moment was so that you and I would never be That's forsaken right. by him. Jesus had to be forsaken so that you and I could be accepted. Yeah. But in that moment, Jesus received a forsaking of the Father. Do we know what that feels like? We don't. Even if you don't know Jesus, you don't know what that feels like. Because still, the blessing of God and the grace of God is in this earth because of Jesus. The forsaking of the Father has not been given to anybody else in the world. You've never felt that. I've never felt that. But Jesus, it looked like not only was he beat, not only was he being crucified and bleeding out on that cross, carrying the weight of every sickness and disease, carrying the weight of every sin that mankind would ever uh, allow to happen. He carried the weight of it. All of this is going on, and then at that moment, when the heaviest of the, of the heavy weights was on him, the Father turns his back on Jesus. At that moment, Jesus, by faith and trust in the Father, he looks into the Word, where he had meditated on it day and night, and he made his way successful when he said this, Father, into your hands 
I commit my spirit. Right. What father? He, the father had just forsaken him. He said, I trust you. Yeah. And that trust bore up a power three days later that ripped him out of death, hell, and the grave and saved him. Right now, pray this with me. Jesus, Jesus I see what you, did, see for what you did for me. You're my Lord, You're my Lord the director of my life. I believe that you died for me, and I believe that God brought you back to life. Today, I receive my salvation. I trust you, and I will be saved. I'm your child right now, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. When all hell breaks loose, trust God. He is faithful and worthy of your trust. Have a great week. Bye. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus, where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.